0: Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast, Strictly anonymous podcast. conversations with online you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, go follow me now. I'm at Strict Anonymous, both on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because everybody remains anonymous on my show. So if you have an interesting, secret, naughty life that you want to talk about or a secret fetish that you have that no one knows about, or if you have a life uh, that's naughty and interesting and everybody knows and you don't want to be anonymous, you can still be on my show. Uh, send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com, or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com, and click on Be on the Show. Uh, if you have a confession that you just want to get off your back while remaining anonymous, I have a confessions hotline that you could call 24 7. You have four minutes to leave a message. You could call the line whenever you want. Just call from a quiet place, okay? I change all the voices. Of Everyone who calls into my anonymous confessions and all of those confessions and some of them are really fucking good Okay, are over on my patreon. There's probably hundreds of them now over there I've been doing my patreon for many years now and I have many different tiers Okay, and since this is fetish Friday I want to tell you all you hosers that are tuning in to hear from a girl named Jordan who's gonna talk all about uh, pantyhose and how her husband loves wearing them and how she's totally fucking down with it. Okay, for all you hosers out there that are tuning in to this episode, I have a, a hoser tier specifically dedicated to you guys. I also have a cross-dressing tier. Now, for the hoser tier, you get one exclusive episode a month, uh, a hoser episode where I interview a guy who likes pantyhose or likes to wear pantyhose or all of the above, because I've been doing my Patreon for many years. There are tons of exclusive episodes over there. We run contests, hosers introduce themselves. There's just a lot of stuff going on. It's a whole community of like-minded people over on my Patreon. You also get everything that everyone else gets when they sign up for my Patreon, which is anonymous pics of all of my female guests, as well as all of the anonymous confessions, as well as all of my episodes early and free, as well as all that extra con- you know, pantyhose content, plus access to my private Discord. Now, Discord is uh, a private place where people who log in could upload anything they want. That's where all the X-rated content goes. I don't get involved in the Discord, but you need to go through my Patreon to get into that Discord, and then you could do whatever you want, as well as see what everyone else is posting over there. People are getting naughty. You get all of that if you're a hoser for just $7 a month and you can cancel at any time. Uh, that is patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The links to everything as well as the confessions hotline number as well as the email if you want to be on the show and tell me all about your fetish because this is Fetish Fridays. If you have a fetish you want to call in or just even be taped just for my Patreon Page. I'm always looking for hosers to call in or cross dressers to call in and tell their story. Uh, Send me an email. The email, podcast at gmail.com, is in the description, as well as my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Go there and click on Be on the Show and send me your email. You could do that. All that information, like I said, will be in the description. Now, today I have on Jordan. Now, Jordan is the female in the Bobby and Jordan who were both into pantyhose, duo, who now have their own podcast as well as their own Instagram and OnlyFans. Uh, but they were on my show before. They were a couple who were into wearing pantyhose. Bobby is a guy who has the pantyhose fetish. He also likes to wear hose. Not all hosers wear hose, but he does. And he was straight up honest with His girl, Jordan. They recently got married. She was super accepting of his fetish right from the get-go. If you want to hear their whole backstory, I had them both on a while ago last year. Uh, That episode is 568. But on this episode, I just talked to Jordan. I really wanted to get the female perspective. Uh, I wanted to talk to a female who is super open and accepting and turned on by wearing pantyhose for her guy. That's Jordan and she's here to talk all about it. She talks about how her husband brought it up, how she felt about it, uh, you know, how and why she is now totally into wearing hose, and how it has really changed the game for her. She talks about how he got her into hoes. She was a girl that was never into them and now she's totally into them and wears them and they wear them with each other, you know, when they're intimate. She's totally down with it. She talks all about it. She also talks about her favorite brands and how him turning her on to like the really great brands was a real game changer. She does give a lot of great tips for hosers out there that either want to bring up, you know, the fact that you like hose to your girl or how to get your girl into pantyhose. I mean, this is what we talk about on this episode. Jordan's not anonymous. I'm not changing her name. You can see pics of her on Instagram, she has an OnlyFans, and they also started a podcast where they talk to people about all kinds of things. Their podcast is called Love and Nylon. I think it's a great idea. You know, there's hosers love to hear about hoes. Right? That's what they're doing over there. She also has an OnlyFans. She talks about specifically what she does in her OnlyFans. She gets turned on by turning her guy on, as well as she gets very turned on by turning other guys on. Uh, and just really getting into this fetish with her husband has opened them up and made them into all kinds of things. And she talks about those things as well. But mostly we do talk about pantyhose this episode. You're going to fucking love it. So I'm going to be right back on with Jordan.
1: This is the Strictly Anonymous
0: podcast. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jordan. Welcome back to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today?
1: Hi, Kathy. I'm great. I'm so happy to be back with you,
0: Jordan. Listen, you called in before and you're super interesting. The first time you called in, you called in with your husband, Bobby. Okay. It was on a fetish Friday. It is episode 568. The title is Bobby and his wife, Jordan, on his pantyhose fetish. But it really should have been like Bobby and his wife, Jordan, wear pantyhose and they're out and proud. I mean, You guys, like we're not going to get into your whole backstory because if people want to hear your whole backstory, right, they could go and listen to 560. And it's super interesting how you guys met, how he talked about his fetish with you. Uh, But what's great about you and what I wanted you to come back on and talk about is that you're like a woman who was never really into hoes before, right? Your guy dumps this thing on you and you not only took to it and wear for him and stuff, you guys started like your own Instagram page and at first you were anonymous he wears pantyhose you wear a pantyhose you guys do it together and you eventually came out and now you're like out and proud as somebody you know who not only is into her guy wearing hose you wear them too and now you have an OnlyFans and you and your husband recently started a podcast it's the same name as like your Instagram and everything right it's love and nylon I mean that's who you guys are on Instagram and now you have love and nylon podcast right
1: Right, yeah So for the first year after he told me like We were not really doing much with it And then all of a sudden We just kind of took off with it With Love and Nylon And then from there it's just kind of blown up We've done a lot with it now And it's just a huge part of our life now
0: But what about you? Like, What I want you to come on and talk about is As a female, right? Were you into pantyhose before he was like Hey listen, I want you to wear them all the time Because I'm like, you know, into them
1: no, I was not. So I almost never really wore them before. I would wear them occasionally with an outfit if I thought it was, you know, just cute to wear with a dress or something. I, we're in the Midwest, so it's cold. So in the winter, I would often put, like, my dresses with tights. Mm-hmm. But it was never something that I was really into. I actually didn't love them, mostly because all you can really find in stores is like the control top, and I hate that. Mm -hmm. So I just didn't really know any of the good brands, and it was when he started introducing me to the good brands and the more higher-end brands that I latched onto it and actually started to enjoy them. But previously, no, I was not into it at all.
0: Now, and now I don't know where to start because you just said so many interesting things. Like I know people would want to hear like your favorite brands and your favorite colors. And I really want to know like how you feel going out and about in them now. But what I want to know is that like if you like, how do you feel about them now? We know going in, you were not into them at all. Are, is, are you at the point now where you just wear for your guy or are you actually like converted and like love wearing them?
1: I would say I'm in between. Right now, I am not, like, a full-on pantyhose lover at this point, like some people are. I do not wear every day. I do still wear them, I would say, primarily because I know my husband likes them and I am someone that is turned on by my partner being turned on. Mm-hmm and on top of that i have really come to enjoy the way my body looks in them so i do wear them more for that reason now too i like my legs have always been my most hated part of my body mm-hmm. i've never really liked my legs and i just have a newfound appreciation for my legs now with pantyhose
0: because it makes them look like almost perfect, right? I mean, that's really why I think a lot of hosers like them. Like that's what it's kind of about. It's taking something that they naturally like and making it perfect.
1: Right. Yeah. So, I was just actually telling my husband this yesterday that I feel kind of cheated because I've <laughs> always like <laughs> I have always hated my legs, but I've always looked at like performers Um, like singers in their concerts and, you know, on shows, and I've always loved the way their legs look. And I have just recently discovered that they are all wearing like the Wolford neon 40s. I'm like, I could have had legs that look like this, you know, this whole time. And I just didn't realize it. So yeah, I kind of cheated for that. But I now love it and if I'm wearing a dress without them now I feel kind of naked like I want to wear pantyhose with every dress now so it's been it's been a game changer for sure but like I said I still don't wear every single day it's not you know I'm not like fully to that lifestyle part of it like some people are.
0: Right. It's not like you would have, because some people like, I I know my hosers are always like, oh, to get a girl that has the pantyhose fetish. I'm like, I don't even know that women have fetishes. you know. <laughs> so I don't know. But, <laughs> but I think it's interesting that girl, because I include myself in your category. I was someone who really hated pantyhose. I only started wearing them because of my hosers. You know, I started a Patreon. I had a whole special tier for them and i needed content and i'm and i i'm down to try anything you know i think it's fun to do experiments and try mm-hmm. things out you know when these guys were like sending me pantyhose and i was wearing them and i couldn't believe how the different brands felt how they made my legs look like each one was so different and i think growing up i was like you i didn't really realize that there were so many different brands and that it really made a difference And I mean, listen, I found, because I tried a lot of them, I found some very low end brands that were really killer and then loved like the higher end brands. Recently, the guy from shapings.com, he was on my show and he sent me the CDRs, the Eterno 9s. Oh my God. That is like perfection for me. Did you ever use those?
1: I have. I am one of the few people, I think, though, that is not in love with the CDRs. Really? At least not what I've tried so far. So I just have not gotten the right fit with them yet.
0: Did you ever try the Eterno 9s?
1: I think I have. I'll have to check. I'm pretty sure I do have those. I I just haven't found the right fit. I have a curvier body mm-hmm. and it's, you know, it's kind of tricky. Also, they get like the wrinkle around the ankle that people love, but I'm indifferent to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, God, Why do you think guys love that? Because they then they know you're wearing hose, right?
1: Right. I know. Right. I complain about it. And my husband's like, people love that. And I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> Isn't it crazy?
0: Girls just don't have any clue. You know, I think most right. women don't have any clue that there are so many guys out there that really like pantyhose and what they're doing to them when they're walking around and sporting them. Now, my question would be like when you went out and about and started wearing pantyhose, do you notice that more guys check you out?
1: So I get this question all the time Mm -hmm. and I never really noticed. I have only in the past few months started to pay attention Mm -hmm. and I have noticed a couple now, but I never paid attention before.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. But now when you go, because when you go out now and you're looking to see if they're looking, you do notice, right?
1: I do. Yes, it's become something that I've started to be like really tuned into. I just yeah, I don't know. I just never never pay attention. I actually wear them more for like for my husband, but also live for the compliments
0: I get from other women.
1: Versus, oh, that's interesting. Like mm-hmm. men. Yeah.
0: For the women will come up and say something.
1: Yes. Yeah. And I get a lot of compliments, especially if I'm wearing like a colorful pair. Mm -hmm. Like I have this like emerald green pair I'll wear with this floral dress I have and I get compliments constantly on that from other women. And it's like almost converting them to a pantyhose lover. Like it's really fun for me.
0: So, well listen, you could take, you could buy like five pairs of different color hose and it's like you just add it so much to your wardrobe because it could it's like a game changer, right? It could like change up the same outfit by wearing a different color. You could really play around with it like if in the fashion sense.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite thing to do. Like I love finding like patterned dresses that have a lot of different colors in them so then I can pull from All the different colors within it basically create a different outfit with the pantyhose I'm wearing.
0: This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. Hey, hosers. I got a surprise for you. My sponsor for today's Fetish Friday episode is Labelle, the sexy, all-inclusive hosiery brand that's disrupting the industry. Nearly 50% of their customers identify as male or non-binary, aka hosers. (laughs) Some are buying for themselves, some are buying for their girlfriends, but everybody loves their super soft Italian-made pantyhose. And it's not just about style. Lapel, uses a patented seamless design that utilizes proprietary 3D knitting and anti-rip technology which gives a revolutionary second skin feel that's size and gender inclusive. Now I know all you hosers know exactly what that means. With a full range of classic colors, patterns, sheer and sexy nets, these tights are perfect for any occasion from the bedroom to the club, under your pants at the office, (laughs) and everywhere in between. Label has something for you. So what are you waiting for? Go get yourself a couple pairs. And for listeners of the show, LaBelle is offering 25% off your whole order, okay? So order up because you're going to get 25% off if you use my code strictly. Use it at Label dot co that's l-e-s-b-e-l-l-e-s dot c-o use my code strictly at labelle.co for 25% off your whole order trust me you will not be disappointed that's 25% off use code strictly or just go to the description and click on the link I will say, okay, just talking about the guys noticing women walking on the street. Now, I went out in pantyhose one time and and I was doing it, you know, for my hosers as an experiment. So I 100% was paying attention and 100% I noticed the difference. And I was like, oh, this is so easy. Do you know what I mean? But what I also have noticed before I wound up going out and doing it myself... I live in the city right in Manhattan so I'm walking around I see tons of people when I see a girl walking around in pantyhose and I see a ton of them right because a lot of women are going to work and they're dressed up nice and I think more of the young girls are going back to it you know I think it's becoming more of a thing now than it was when I was growing up or after it went out of style for me. But I watch to see guys when they walk by, and I see them looking at their legs, and I never noticed that before. You know, I never really knew that there were these guys out there that were like obsessed with girls' legs. Like you always think it's tits and ass, you know what I mean? It's like, you mm-hmm. never think it's
1: legs. Yeah, no, I never realized that either. Like I've always noticed when I've gotten looks towards my towards my butt, I get that a lot because I am <laughs> curvier. Yeah, so like the butt, the big noticed, ass. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've always noticed that. It was really interesting to me after I found out that my husband has this fetish. I started anytime I would see a girl wearing, I would look at his reaction. So I it became really fun for me to look and see if he was paying attention, and he usually he usually was and it kind of turned me on a little bit. Like to see him looking at somebody else, like just seeing his reaction to it and that's something Like, before I really started wearing regularly, that was that became, like, a fun thing for me.
0: You're like a Um, pantyhose cuck queen a little bit. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) A little bit. Yeah. It was interesting. Like, we went to Ireland, and in Europe, everybody wears pantyhose. Totally. So there were a lot there, and I was just paying attention to his reaction while walking through Dublin. And, like, every time I would see a girl, I was looking to him. And he doesn't even know this. I've never even told him this. But it was... It's really fun for me.
0: That's interesting, right? Because you would think probably even before you experienced it, you might have like guessed that that would make you jealous. But instead, it was kind of like hot, you know, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which was was really interesting to me. I have always been someone that... I've never been a jealous person because I've never really been in a situation to be jealous, I guess. But I... Have started to open up to these experiences with him and thinking about like thinking about him with other girls or seeing him look at other girls or be turned on by other girls has started to turn me on mm-hmm. and that's such a new thing for me. like I've just never never had that. and that's really come from having these accounts too, I think, and knowing about this fetish with him. so that's yeah. just been fun little extra thing
0: it really shows how just opening up and communicating with each other and leaving room for whatever's gonna happen happen it really shows that that kind of a thing could lead people into realizing stuff about themselves that they never realized right i mean like here you are someone who never thought that you would be into that but because he talked to you about liking pantyhose and then you started noticing and then you're like oh this fucking turns me on I mean how would you have ever even experienced that without him being initially open and putting that on the table you know it just leads to all kinds of things which I think is great
1: oh yeah I will honestly say like even though the pantyhose isn't a true fetish for me yet at this point. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it probably won't ever be an actual fetish for me. It is more just, it turns him on. So it turns me on, but this entire experience has been a game changer for me with my sexuality and what I've found that I like. And just the fact that I put myself out there at all online, um, Instagram only fans, all of this, like, this is not something I ever thought I would do. And it's not something I, knew or thought I was capable of doing
0: so it's been huge and listen you were the girl that hated your legs the part of you that you were the most self-conscious of is the part of you that you're putting out there that's the part of you that you're saying hey come pay for this shit you know what I mean like so that's pretty major
1: I know yeah that's been so crazy to me to get these compliments on my legs and just knowing that that's the part I'm of me that I'm most self-conscious of And that's been like the biggest confidence booster for me. And I feel like it's been like that is part of what's really started this awakening for me with my confidence and my in loving my body and my sexuality and all of it. It's, it's been really incredible, honestly.
0: Yeah, it's like a domino effect because you feel better about yourself and more confident, then you could then start thinking about other things that turn you on. I mean, maybe you guys will wind up with another woman one day. You don't know.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's totally on the table. I, yeah. Honestly, I am surprised at myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have always been, and I said this on my other podcast, like, I have always kind of been like this closeted, horny person. Like Mm -hmm. I have always been kind of looked at as a prude. I've always been a little bit reserved, but I do have a very sexual side. I've always had a very high sex drive. I've always been very intrigued by a lot of stuff. I just haven't had the experiences or been able to really, really get into that with myself and have the confidence for it. And this past, like, year, year and a half has just been life-changing.
0: Yeah, and that just goes to show that that confidence uh, really goes a long way. You don't have to be that secret horny girl anymore.
1: (laughs) Right, yeah. That is still kind of my thing, though. Like, I, one part that's been kind of hard for me with this is I've always really thrived on the fact that I, that nobody expects it from me. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, the good girl, and Mm -hmm. then I have this other side. and Now that it's out there a little bit more, I'm like trying to find ways to reel it in a little bit and create a little bit of a sense of mystery because that was the fun part for me was that nobody knows. But like my friends and family still don't know. So like there's still, you know, there's still that there.
0: But so many guys are listening to this, I think, because they're just like, oh, they wish they were your husband. Right. And they had a girl who were was cool with them wearing. I mean, because not only does he want you to wear and you wear, you're down with him wearing intimately, right? He puts on pantyhose, you put on pantyhose, you guys fuck. I mean, like he's wearing them in pictures with you. I mean, how did he tell you and what advice would you give to guys that maybe want to take that step and out themselves to their girl?
1: So for us, it really started with we were just having a lot of sex based conversations in general leading up to him telling me so Then we just got on the topic of kinks and fetishes, and I just asked him if he had a kink. And he was like, yeah, I kind of got one. And immediately I'm just like, "Well, shit, hopefully I'm okay with this one, (laughs) like whatever (laughs) he got. (laughs) And then he told me it was pantyhose. And I was like, okay, like I didn't think anything of that at all. Like that's an easy one. So then it was a couple weeks later, we were playing a game, and he told me, that he wears them too, because I think there was a question in the game, like what's something weird that you own or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he was like, Oh, well, so I told you I have pantyhose finished. Well, I also have some and I wear them. And just like, okay. So, you know, we get this question all the time from people. Like, how do I get my partner to wear, you know, whatever, how do I tell them? And it's like, you really just have to be having these conversations around sex in general. I recommend listening to podcasts together. um, You know, doing challenges together. We love that playing sex games together. Like there's so many ways just to get conversations going. And without those things, I don't know how long it would have taken him to tell me. And, you know, then once he told me, we really didn't do much with it. Like he didn't push it. And that's another thing I would recommend, like, just don't push it because then, you know, she's gonna be turned off by that. So i just would wear for date nights and stuff. He wore for me one time when we were going to have sex and I didn't even know he was going to wear. He didn't tell me he was going to wear. He just did. And I didn't realize it till afterwards because we were so
0: in the moment. Wrapped up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And it didn't it didn't bother me. It didn't affect me. And I mean it was really almost a year before we, you know, really started doing anything with it together. And He started buying me pairs that he was buying himself and just opening me up to this new world of different brands and higher end brands that I didn't know existed. And it was a game changer for me. I recommend to everyone, if she doesn't like to wear, get her a pair of Wolford Satin Touch 20s and she's probably going to fall in love.
0: Oh, okay. How come? Why are they so great to you? Oh, they're just
1: my favorite. The fit is just amazing. The way they feel is amazing. I'm really big on like the waistband and how that feels around my waist and the material of the waistband. And there's just perfect. Like I am just so big on the way it fits. I don't want to feel squeezed in. Like I want to feel like I've got a little bit of control. Like it, you know, it smooths out a little bit if I'm wearing a dress or something, but not tight. And the Wolford, Satin Touch 20 is just the perfect pair for me. And it's an investment, but it's worth it. <laughs> like, if you want her to love them, that is the one
0: to go with for sure. Right. So he definitely started buying them for you, which helped, right, change your mind. Because yeah. I think a lot of women hate pantyhose because of the same reason we both said we did. You know, we didn't know about all the different brands. We didn't know the right. best ones. But hosers do. Okay. So buy your girl the good ones, right? I mean, they these guys know because they, they've tried them out. Your guy knew which ones to buy you, right? Because he was, this was his fetish. He had already done all the research for you.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. He knows way more about them than I do. Like, I almost feel like I almost have like imposter syndrome when I'm on my account because <laughs> I'm like, people are asking me questions and I'm like, I don't know. I just know it fits well. I like the way it looks. Like, half the time people are like, What are you wearing? And I'm like, I don't even know. I just picked it out of my drawer and it looks good. Like, 'Cause half the pair of pantyhose don't even have a tag on them. Like you don't even know what you're wearing. So and I'm so unorganized. He's really just the kind of the master behind it. Like he like I text him all the time, like a picture of what I'm wearing and I'm like, What am I wearing? Someone asked and he'll tell me. So that's been really nice.
0: Yeah, and that's how the guys are. The hosers know. So you're you're the one they're the guy they're the one that needs to take Control. You know, you can't just tell your girl you like the fetish and then have her go buy her own hose because she's clueless. Nobody does as much research on pantyhose than hosers do. Okay, like it's just a fact. These guys know more than you will ever know. And I think that in order to change your girl's mind, you have to give her the ones that are good because it's a it is a game changer. There is a huge difference between. The pantyhose that we all hate and the ones that like for me, the CDRs, which like I don't even feel them on yet. I feel like a a little bit of like tightness, which I like. I like to feel like I'm pulled in right and held up, but I feel like I'm not wearing anything. I don't want to feel one thing on my stomach, you know, and that's how it feels. But I would have never known that those were like top of the mountain if they weren't sent to me and told to me by every fucking hoser like you got to try these, you know, how would I have known?
1: Right. Yeah. I really think that if men would just buy their partner, a really good pair, like it would just change everything for them. But I also will say, you know, just don't make it everything in your relationship. I mean, if she feels like it's a requirement, she's probably gonna be turned off by it. I mean, unless she's super in, unless she is just super into turning you on, like, I'm like that. Like, like I said, I'm turned on by him being turned on. And there are a lot of women like that. But there are also some women that they just maybe aren't as open yet. Like they just haven't really had much of a sexual awakening or they're just kind of reserved or feel shame around sex. Like you just have to have a lot of conversations around it and make her comfortable and make her know that you love her and you love having sex with her, whether she's wearing pantyhose or not.
0: Yeah, and there's two biggest sort of pushbacks I've heard from guys who have told their girls who are not into it at all and have never crossed over like you. And one is that, and I think it's because they push too much, and you just said, like, don't make it your everything. The girl starts to feel like, oh... You don't like me for me. You just like pantyhose. You need to let her know it's like you in the pantyhose. It's not just the pantyhose. Some women think like, oh, it's not. you're not turned on by me unless I wear these. And then they start to see some sort of disconnect. And I think you really have to communicate to a woman that it's not that. Did you ever feel that way or not at all? No,
1: I can honestly say I've never felt that way. He has done really well from the beginning of making it known that it is not everything. Like I said, we didn't really do that much with it for the first almost year. He just kind of would slowly wear or introduce it or mention it or I would wear for date nights, like all of this. Like it was a very slow thing. And then even when we started our account, it wasn't, it still wasn't ever something that I felt like he really needed. Yeah. I can, I can understand like if our sex life would have been struggling prior to all of this, or if, if it was struggling and like before I was really wearing, I probably would have worried that he wasn't enjoying being with me unless I was wearing, but yeah, that yeah, just wasn't yeah. the case. We had a great sex life even before them. So that was just huge for me. And now I feel like it really is not a requirement for him. Like I know it's not. And a lot of it probably has to do now with the fact that he gets it if he's not deprived of it at all like he doesn't have to watch porn for it he doesn't have to seek out other you know ways he doesn't even wear hardly at all to be honest
0: because he can that's what happens when you allow you know it I think sometimes in the beginning what happens is especially if a guy is held back for a long time finally if he, and he puts it out there he finally tells his girl the biggest mistake probably that a lot of hosers make is like his girls uh, like okay and then he just goes full throttle 100% because he's been so deprived of like actually putting it out there that now he kind of goes way overboard instead of doing like what your Guy did, which was you know keep fucking under control and go slowly and don't get too into it, you know because that's the that's the move that pays off, you know. And I think a lot of guys go from zero to a hundred because it's like oh my god, I told her now I could do it, and they're like full out. And and then I think it scares a girl. I think that's what happens, and it becomes too much. The other thing that I do find that a lot of women get freaked out about it, I think like there's a lot of questions that come up, like. You, with the guys who wear hose, you know, like, what does that mean? Are you gay? Do you want to wear other things? Because it's kind of, it's like, it's, you know, in our minds, it's framed as a feminine piece of clothing, right? Not like a pantyhose for men, even though there are pantyhose for men, you know, it's something that women wear. So I think a lot of women sometimes are confused. Like, why do you want to wear pantyhose and what does that mean? I mean, did you ever have any of those feelings? So I never, I honestly never did.
1: I know though he had that in his last relationships and he had told me that he had gotten those questions from Mm -hmm. BBS partners. And if anything, that just made me really sad for him. I was like, I I just didn't understand it. I didn't understand why that was their reaction. Um, But I never really felt that way. But I mean, like I said, we just went about it really slow. And I think that's why. And I don't know how he went about it with his previous partners
0: necessarily. So,
1: you know, he really learned from experience with those ones. So he did it differently with
0: me. Well, were you younger than those other ones? (laughs) Uh, I
1: am, I am a little bit younger. Yes.
0: I think there's different things in every generation. I think the older hosers have it worse because they are dealing with a different kind of mentality and world that they grew up in. And there's a lot. Less open minded people in that generation, you know, the younger you go, the more open people are. I mean, I post pictures of guys wearing pantyhose in public all the time on my Patreon when I and I see them just out and about in magazines and fashion magazines. I mean, it's becoming more acceptable. I I sponsored and had on the woman who started label She was from uh, France, right? And she's like everyone there wears them. She came here she's like nobody wears pantyhose. What the fuck? She started her own company and then she realized she had a lot of guys buying for her. And mm-hmm. her ads are like amazing. It's every shape and size. That's another thing we're going to talk about, right? As well as like guys and trans women and everybody wearing pantyhose and you and you see that out and about. At least I do because I'm in in New York City but also like I said in fashion magazines and in the celebrity world those people are always a little bit more ballsier and I think live more out of the box that I'm seeing it more and more now for sure.
1: Oh yeah yeah I think so with the younger generations things are becoming more progressive but it also does really depend on the location you are in like you said you know Mm -hmm. you're in you're in a bigger city we are in the Midwest smaller town like kind of in the Bible Belt, like, we're not in the greatest area. (laughs) So (laughs) yeah, we, we are becoming our we are, we are in a little bit of like a bigger city in our state. But there's still a lot of progress to be made here. But if you are in a bigger city, then that's great. I mean, we have quite a few people that follow us. And we've interviewed a few people from like the Seattle area. And that is like the place to be we've found for a lot of a lot of the people in this community. Like it's just very open. We just don't really have that here. And that was a big thing with his last partners too, is it's just not not an accepted thing around here. So yeah, it's it's rough. But we did find that our area is also kind of a big area, I guess, for like back in the day when there were a lot of like the pantyhose websites and like
0: porn sites and stuff.
1: Our area is actually like where a lot of those were
0: from. <laughs> this always goes to show. Let me tell you. I think I was Nashville. I went once to Nashville and there's just like every other block there's a church and then a porn shop, a church and then yep. a porn shop. They <laughs> always go together. And someone's like, "Yeah, that always goes together. Wherever you find the really religious people, you find a lot of porn." <laughs> mhm. It's yep. just it's just a thing, right? So it's probably a lot of my hosiers are from your area. How early on in your relationship did he tell you? Oh, man, we were maybe don't. I think we we're only like about
1: three weeks in.
0: So it was very early on. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we weren't even official, like an official relationship at that point. We were just kind of hanging out and having fun. So, yeah, it was pretty early. And like I said, we were just having a lot of conversations around sex at the time just trying to figure out what we liked
0: yeah i think sometimes you know the and i think we all learn this the hard way right we have a regular relationship where we do everything like this the right way and and then it, it goes south and then the next one you're like fuck it i'm just being myself i'm gonna give it oh, fuck, yeah. you know and then you put it all out and then you get exactly what you want you're like wow i should have done this before i don't know like did he wait longer to tell his other relationships
1: so, him and I both have the similarity that we met our first, so I met my first husband, he met his first wife in high school. Right. So, so yeah, I mean, he I know he told his first, you know, wife a little bit like a couple years in, but they were teenagers. Um his last girlfriend, he had a girlfriend between her and I and um I, I don't know when he told her, but they never really did anything with it. Like she just was not really into it at all.
0: Right. But I, I I do think just putting it out there right in the beginning, like you weed out the people that aren't going to be right and you just get right to it. You know, like there yep. you were, even though he lives in this Bible belt conservative community, he found the perfect girl. It is available and out there, but it's kind of like. I think it it really is your fetish and it's something you really are into when you don't have a partner. It should be like a deal breaker if they're not. And you should put it out there. I've heard of guys that do that and they find exactly what they fucking want because they're clear about it.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. He said from the beginning, like he knew that this was uh, a point of contention in his previous relationships. Mm -hmm. And he didn't want it to be that way in this one. So he was just going to put it out there. And if it wasn't okay, we would have moved on.
0: Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. If I wouldn't have been into it, we probably wouldn't be married and be where we are right now. And I, you know, we talked about it on our podcast, even, you know, somebody was saying like, you need to determine if it's a deal breaker for you or not. Like, how important is this? For yeah, you? And I'm exactly. like, you know, I think no matter what, it is a deal breaker. If your partner cannot accept you for who you are. Like, I I just don't see how you can be together. Yeah. I just don't see how you can have a successful relationship and not be compatible sexually, not accept your partner for every part of them, I just I just don't get that. And the thing is, not everyone will like everything. Not everything is for everyone. Yep. I just think people really need to be honest with themselves and determine, like, okay, then that's not my person. It's okay if they don't like it, but that's not my person then. And that's why I think it's so important to bring it up so early so that you're not in so deep. Like, you know, you fall in love with this person and everything's great. And then there's just one aspect that you just cannot get on board with. And when it's something like, I don't know, I think sexual compatibility is so important. I really do not think you can have a good relationship and not be sexually compatible. And, you know, this is something, if he would have waited six months, six months in, I was so in love with him. (laughs) Like, if he would have waited six months in and told me, and then if I wasn't open to it, and I wasn't okay with it, that would have been really bad. Like, I just, I don't know. I think it's really important just to tell, just talk about those things so early. And I think that's becoming more more common now, especially with, you know, dating apps and all of this. People are talking about sex right away. Yeah, I think that's great. It's it makes a big difference.
0: And podcasts are a big way to bring up conversations. I get a lot of people emailing me like me and my wife listen to your show and we love it. And she likes it because it's not just a sex for sex turn on reason. You know, she could relate to it, too. And it's very helpful for couples to explore because all you need to do, like you said in the beginning, is just open up those conversations. It could lead to so much, you know oh
1: yeah yeah and i would honestly say about half of my following on my instagram on OnlyFans, everywhere they are using me basically as a relationship therapist like <laughs> they are just asking me questions
0: let's hear the questions please
1: it's usually just how do i introduce how do i introduce Introduce this to my partner. How do I tell them about it? How do I get my partner to wear? My partner doesn't want to wear. Like, what do I do? Like, it's really just stuff like that. I get questions from people being like, my you know, partner is kind of curvy like you. What should I buy her? Like, what kind of, like, her body's similar to yours. What do you like? Because she doesn't like the way pantyhose fit her. Like, I love those questions. I get stuff like that all the time.
0: What are the answers to those? Like, you just brought up a couple of good questions that we didn't talk about yet. Like, why don't you bring up those questions again and then a- tell me what those answers are.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, back to how do I get her to wear? How do I tell her? Again, like I said earlier, podcasts, play games together, talk about it.
0: Like Sex in general, right? It doesn't have to be, you don't have to lead with I'm into pantyhose. Lead with just like open fantasy talk, whatever. And then eventually right. you could throw that in there.
1: Right. Yeah. Best game my husband and I ever played when we started dating was Never Have I Ever. Oh, I like that. They, a simple uh-huh. game of Never Have I Ever. It's like back to high school game. <laughs> like, it's so much fun, though. Like, you know, just do something like that. Um, or like the whole podcast thing. Just find a podcast episode that is something you're into and just be like, hey, I really love this. And I think we should listen to this together. And it's just a good way to bring it up without you having to. Actually, say the words, you know, like, exactly. and it gives you something to talk about. Mm-hmm. So I think that's great. And then you know, when I get the questions about you know my wife or my partner is curvy like you, what should I buy her? It's always I always recommend Wolford satin touch twenties or Sony Panda. Anything by Sony Panda is usually great too, as far as sizing. So those are the big things. Or oh, so another one I get a lot is back to like the body positivity or you know their partner being curvy and not really feeling comfortable I always tell people like you have to tell her how hot she is
0: right all the time
1: Mm -hmm. like you if she feels uncomfortable in it like you just have to really build her up and just be like you are so fucking hot in that I love it it's turning me on so much like you have to do that. And I mean, I definitely have like a praise kink. So that works for me. And I assume it works for everyone else. To some extent.
0: <laughs> yeah, listen, Uh-oh. I'm my love language is compliments too. like compliments turn me on. I mean, it's just a fact. I, Yeah, I, I always think every girl's like that. But maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's just our love language.
1: Everyone loves a compliment. Maybe not to the degree that I do. But yeah. like, it to some extent, it's going to make them feel good. And it's going to make them like to wear them.
0: And how did how long did it take before you as the girl who's just like these guys partner out there that doesn't feel so great about her body or her curvy legs like you didn't at one time? Like, how long did it take for you to go from that to feeling great about it? And did your husband's compliments play a big part in that?
1: It did. Yeah. So I will say say just in general in the past five years, like since having kids, my confidence has grown. Mm -hmm. I think it's come with age, having kids, like having a new appreciation for my body. So I was already on that path of becoming more confident with my curvier body. Yeah. And then, you know, I've been really lucky that I've had, I've primarily only had two long-term relationships in my, in my adult life. So when you're in those long-term relationships like that, I feel like the confidence just kind of comes with that because you have this person that just loves the way you look and, you know, wants to be with you. So that's helped me. Yeah. Right. So, but then, you know, my husband has played a huge part in it because he just, he, it has always been so good at just making me feel very desirable. Right. Like he, he just wants to be with me all the time. He makes it known that he wants me. But then, you know, Instagram, like within a week of starting our Instagram, I was like really feeling it, like <laughs> getting all the compliments. Yeah. Yeah. And I've always been someone that said, I don't like attention, but I think I was lying to myself. I don't know. I It's been huge for me.
0: Right. Once you put it out there and got it, you were like, wow, this is fucking good. Maybe everyone's like yeah. secretly into it. They just don't put themselves out because they're afraid they're not going to get it. You know what I mean? But once you if you try it, you're probably oh, going to yeah, like yeah. it. Right.
1: I was so scared about the the stuff I might get, especially being curvier. And then a lot of these accounts are like these model esque women. Yeah. And I was like, I don't look like that. I'm not tall. Like, I'm not like I have curves, you know, all this. So I was really worried. And to be honest, I have not had a single negative comment about myself and my body that I've seen. Right. Like, I, it's been like really any negative interaction I've had through this process has only been with other women interesting hasn't been men at all
0: in what sense like name an example of how you've had any kind of negative interaction with a woman
1: so it's more so just been not feeling supported by some other creators I guess yeah more stuff like that I'm not gonna go too you know far into that but just kind of a mean girl thing occasionally
0: <laughs> well let me tell you what i notice with content creators because i've had plenty on and there is a certain portion i don't have these people on my show i don't attract them i don't want them on my show um that really are just creating and doing what they do for money they could give a fuck about their fans or the guys that they're mm-hmm. taking and i've had some of my hosers share with me some experiences and i'm horrified by the way some of these people have interacted with them. And that's what I, that I don't like. I like the real deal people that are really out there and really appreciate their fans and are really doing it for the right reason. I know you and your husband are those kind of people, but I think the ones that are full of nonsense are the ones that aren't there for the right reason, just there for the money and they play dirty. And it's uh, like I said, they have no respect for the guys. Uh, and I think that that's terrible because what are you without your fans? You know, without your like for me, my listeners, I love every fucking single one of them, every person. I'm sure you feel the same way with your podcast. The fact that you create something and anybody that wants to listen to it, it's like you, I I feel so appreciative as you should because without them, you're nothing.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I I don't get it at all. There's so many recommendations out there like for OnlyFans girls or you know, things like that, like, don't message back on Instagram, don't message back anywhere, but your OnlyFans. And it's like, I just, first of all, I suck at messaging. So and if I don't reply to your message, it's literally just because I forgot, I'm <laughs> just bad. Yeah, yeah, I have like, yeah, super ADHD. But I try so hard to interact with people. And I'm just like, I, I just I can't just ignore them. I mean, there are some who they're just complete horn dogs, and that's, like, all it is for them. But, yeah, but a lot of this community, they really are a community. Like, they really just want friends. They really just want to be accepted. A lot of my followers aren't even talking to me sexually other than, like, compliments. Mm-hmm, right. But, you know, they're not all sexual about it, and I love that, and that's something I did not expect going into this at all.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I have a whole lot bunch of them over on my uh, Patreon. I told you I set up a whole specific account, and I think what they appreciate the most is that I'm a woman – who is open and talking to them about something that I feel like their biggest fear is that women would be against it you know and I think that that's what all, every guy wants so if they could live vicariously through you until they get their partner into it what a safe place to to live and to be and they don't like yeah they get fucking hard and they get horny and they, they but really what they love more than anything and I'm sure you get this is like to talk about brands and the den and the shine <laughs> they could get so enthralled with those details that it's it's interesting. Oh yeah, it's such an art form, I've noticed. Like that's what I've equated
1: it to is a lot of these people in the community are really just looking at it as art. Mm-hmm. In a way, they yeah, that's interesting. they love it. Yeah. It's it's been it's been very interesting. I'm really happy that I actually you know, started this with my husband, I was a little bit resistant to it at first. I mean, I wasn't resistant to wearing with him. And you know, all of that I was just resistant to like Instagram and never thought I would do OnlyFans like that's been huge for me. So
0: let me just ask you a couple questions for my Patreon members before we get in and talk about what you guys do on your podcast and what you show on your OnlyFans because I'm sure a lot of my hosers are going to want to go check you out. A lot of guys ask do any of your girlfriends know that your guy wears pantyhose and you're okay with it? Or do you keep that secret?
1: So I have only recently started talking about it more mm-hmm. with, like, friends. I mostly didn't for a long time out of respect for my husband. However, he has kind of built up the confidence to start telling people He's told more friends. He's told his sisters now, which wow. is fun. So, yeah. So that's kind of opened me up to be able to talk to people. So, like, my sister knows. And I have a friend who knows who's a mutual friend of me and my husband. So I do have a couple people that, you know, I talk to about it now. But,
0: no, for a long time, I didn't. How did those conversations go? Like, you sit your sister down. You're like, listen, I got to cop to something. Like, my guy wears <laughs> pantyhose. Was she like, what the fuck? Like, how did she react?
1: No. So, actually... My husband showed her husband our Instagram page.
0: Wait, your husband? So, like, his brother-in-law showed his brother-in-law. Yeah. No, because they're really close.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they're wow. they're friends. So he showed him, and then I was drinking. Um, this is actually on our wedding night. I was drinking, and I um, slipped to my sister that I had an OnlyFans, and we didn't talk about it because you know we were busy. And then months later. At my parents and she's just like she's just like so we need to talk about these accounts because I know
0: (laughs) and we haven't talked about it (laughs) oh my god how long did she know that you didn't know that she know that's hilarious So,
1: so I remembered that I told her I had the OnlyFans yeah but it took her it took her husband actually about four months to tell her about our Instagram and everything so so yeah she knew and then we talked about it and She, I mean, she had the obvious question. She's like, you don't think it's weird at all that he wears? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I was like, no, I really don't. And I don't know if people believe me that I really don't think it's weird, but
0: (laughs) I I really don't. (laughs) listen look at what I do for a living on my show and like I really am very not judgmental of anything like I don't care what anyone is into it's sexually. like I it's not a big deal to me at all and I think my friends think the same thing like how could you just not like like I'm just like super open like that so I believe you that you feel that way but I get that I think most people do have a lot of hangups and they are super judgmental And unfortunately I mean this is why we have podcasts and you have OnlyFans like so you are trying to open people's minds and make things more acceptable so people right. don't have to to be like why do you think this is weird because what does it fucking matter you and him are into it and that's what he's into who's hurting anyone nobody and what's great is that you're in a relationship and you're being able to be yourself there's so many more people out there because there is so much shame around so many different kinks and fetishes and even things that aren't kinks and fetishes that that people have to keep it under wraps so you don't even know your partner for really who they are.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I think a huge hang up is that, like, for this one specifically, people then expect, like, he might be into cross-dressing or being feminine or, you know, these things. And there are people that are, and that's okay. But he's not. And people have a hard time wrapping their head around that. The oh, fact 100%. that he likes this, but doesn't like to cross dress or like, he's not the feminine one in our relationship. Like he's the dominant one.
0: Interesting. Yeah. You no
1: know, other than having, you know, this fetish that's considered a feminine thing. Like he is the more dominant one. Um, but I think that was like my sister's hang up on it was like, yeah. she I think she kind of assumed that then that means that he's kind of feminine and he's really not at all. 100%.
0: So many guys are like, I'm so glad you fucking just brought that up because I'm a dude and I like to wear them and has nothing to do with anything else. Like you said, there are people, I always say like if there's a Venn diagram and you had like hosers and crossdressers and you put them together, they would not completely overlap. You know, you're going to get 100% hosers that are crossdressers and crossdressers that are hosers, but there's a lot of both sides that are not the same, you know? But I do think that's always one of the biggest things that come up when guys put it out there that the woman gets really freaked out about. Like, what does this mean? Are you gay? Are you into, like you said, cross-dressing? You know, it must mean something more. And I think if it does, you have to be honest about that. If it doesn't, you really have to convey that to your girl because I think sometimes that is a big thing that a woman like look at how long it took your sister to believe you like you're telling her but she's still like come on you know what I mean like you had to really convince her that it didn't mean anything more right
1: right yeah I I understand why that's why that's a hang-up totally you know but I just I don't know I think so for me I'm the more submissive one I like that he's more dominant and you know, prior to him telling me this, maybe I would have thought more into it. Yeah. Had he not been the more dominant one. Right. I don't know if that was a factor. That might have been a factor. But to be honest, our sex life might not have been as great had he been the more feminine, like been more feminine or not, you know, or not had been as dominant. Because for me, that's a thing for me. Yeah, right? you're submissive. Like that's the thing I need. Yeah. So, and not that it's wrong if he wouldn't have been the more dominant one, but it wouldn't have been for me. Right. So, yeah, I mean, but maybe I would have thought more into it. I don't know.
0: That's just not how it went for us. So. Right. I mean, you guys uh, attracted the right person to each other. I mean, you guys were, you know, one of the lucky ones. I think sometimes there's, I've heard that situation, okay? We're not going to go, I've had that conversation with many other people. That is a tough one to get past because a lot of women tend to be submissive, right? If you say like the stereotype, you know, women like to be submissive and guys like to be the doms, you know? And sometimes when you want a woman who likes to be submissive to switch, she just, she can't roll like that and she doesn't want to see her partner you know it feminized and but like I said that's a different I have plenty of episodes of someone wants to hear that story and how people have got past it you didn't Mm -hmm. have to you know what kind of stuff do people get when they go on your OnlyFans
1: so my OnlyFans actually is everything I don't have any boundaries there I mean you will see like on my on my feed, like I do have a higher subscription. It is sixteen ninety-nine a month. Your first month is discounted. And on my feed, there are, you know, you will see my you'll see my boobs, you will see my ass. Everything is in pantyhose. I will have a few I have a few videos on there of me, you know, playing. If I have something with my partner, so if I have a video with my husband, that is something you have to pay extra for and messages. But my feed is, you know, very – there's nothing off-limits there. I take custom requests. I do cock ratings. I – Oh so, yeah! What are Can cock you- ratings?
0: Oh, oh my god, I would love to do some <laughs> cock ratings. What you Oh,
1: cock ratings are so much fun.
0: But wait, do you ever feel like they want you to rate them bad? Because there is a whole lot of guys out there that are into small penis humiliation. Like I've, I've had, I, I mean, I have too many episodes taped to air. Okay, because a lot of guys <laughs> are into that. So, like, do you get a lot of guys that want to be rated bad? <laughs>
1: I have not come across that. Actually. Not yet.
0: Okay. Nope. I have not. <laughs> They're out I, there. I mean, I would do it, but I haven't. Yeah. 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 I haven't yeah. come
1: across that. So yeah, cock rating. You just send me a photo or as many photos as you want. And yeah. I will record a video rating, rating your cock, telling you what wow. I want to do to it, telling you what I want you to do to me. It's a lot of fun. Wow. I am someone, yeah, like I love dirty talk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I've always struggled. To actually be the one to talk uh-huh. in the bedroom yeah and this has opened a whole door for me like i'm starting to get really comfortable with talking And that's been really fun for me.
0: Right. So it's practice to let your freak flag fly. I mean, you are that little naughty girl that likes to be. I mean, even the way you're pitching your stuff on your OnlyFans, you're saying it in a very like innocent way. You do keep that mystery. And that's what you do like, right? You want to be that sort of conservative, nice girl, sweet thing. But I'm a freak over here. But you don't, you don't, you sort of don't present that totally, which is good. That's what you want. Like that's your persona. That's who you are.
1: Yes, I like to leave a little bit of mystery yeah. because that is the fun part for me.
0: And I think that's hot for guys, for sure. Yeah, and it's super hot for me. It's a lot of fun. Um, and I love to
1: hear. So, like, I love it when guys message me and tell me, you know, tell me how they feel watching my content. Or, like, I always tell them, like, I have a Praise kink, and I want to hear all about, like, what you're doing to yourself while you're watching this. Like,
0: Wow. So that turns you on?
1: Yes, it does, yeah
0: like for real. I mean like this is the kind of stuff that's just so great about OnlyFans I think is like because in the past when there was no OnlyFans and there was only porn you had to really search far and wide to find something that looked real. Okay. I always liked amateur stuff because I want like the real deal and know that somebody's actually enjoying themselves. And how great is it that you have the OnlyFans now and you could really go in and meet a girl like you who like you really get off on that. Like you this is like something that you and so everyone's happy. Right. You're getting your rocks off and your guys is fine with it so you're get adding to your life right by opening up this whole thing and being able to have other guys outside of your marriage like compliment you and get you horny and these guys get to do it and know that it's really working so everyone's fucking happy
1: oh yeah it's so much fun and like i do sexting sessions too and those are super fun so um everything that i do on my OnlyFans improves my own sex life yeah So it's all real like I am learning new skills like my sexting skills are getting better. (laughs) My dirty talk skills are getting better. And, you know, then I get turned on doing all of this stuff that translates to the bedroom later for me with my own husband. Like it's amazing.
0: Yeah, that's great. Sexting is hard, okay? It is an art form. Same with phone sex, you know? and But once you open up that can of worms, if you really get into it and become good, it's a great party trick to have up your sleep and really uh, up your sleep. And it's really great to have in your relationship because, you know, that's another added thing that you could have between you and your partner that just adds like a hotness to it.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm i glad I'm getting better at that because my husband's the literal best uh, at <laughs>
0: sexting.
1: Like, yeah. <laughs> anytime he would sex me, like, I'm like just so turned on and then I'm taking forever to respond. Yeah, having to think about <laughs> so, it, right? <laughs> but I'm getting better and that's been really fun.
0: That's awesome. So wait, how do people find you on OnlyFans? And then I want to talk about your podcast because that's a new thing. The OnlyFans is Love and Nylon? No, so my OnlyFans,
1: it is J underscore in Pantyhose is my username. Oh, okay. Yes. So if you go to my Instagram, that is at here for the hose, H O S E hose. I might in my bio, there is my link tree and you will see my OnlyFans
0: at the top of my link tree. And I'll make it super easy for my listeners. So you send me whatever you want to link to because that call to action is always hard. If I you don't fucking spell it out, you know, people can't find it. Now let's talk. Let's end with talking about your podcast because listen, I have a fetish Friday Episode every two weeks out of the month because I still want to do those kinds of episodes. If I wanted to, I could do an episode every week about guys who are into pantyhose because I get millions of them emailing me. And I do know that when I have an episode up, so many people listen. There's such a huge community out there looking for that kind of content i think it's great that you have a whole podcast dedicated to like i i have an audience that likes to hear about everything right so i can never like i said dedicate that's why i started my patreon because i'm like where do i put all these episodes i have because i have so many people uh, that have found my show so i think it's so great that you have a specific podcast just dedicated to hosers with hoser content stuff that Mm -hmm. they want to hear about like what kind of things do you talk about on your show Yeah.
1: So our podcast is such a passion project for us. We, we love it. So we have really gotten into interviewing other people within the pantyhose community. Yeah, that was not something that we really intended from the beginning, but it became our favorite thing to do. So a lot of our episodes are us just having open discussions with other people within the community. We always just start with a basic, like, tell us your background, like, tell us your story. And then we just get into it. And we've learned so much. I mean, we've had people on there who, you know, have been into it since they were kids. We've had people on there who got into it from their partners. We've had couples on there, had people in there from the BDSM community, flight attendants. that That one's great.
0: Oh, yeah. Fly Miranda. I know her.
1: Yeah, yeah, OnlyFans girls. Like yeah. we we get so many, and they're so much fun. Just hearing their stories, talking about brands too. Like we obviously do that. We have recently interviewed some founders of different brands, so those are going to be coming. We're really excited about that. All in all, I mean, the intention of our podcast was and still is just to create a positive community around kinks and fetishes right. it's primarily been hosiery because that's what we're into but yeah. we do but you're open. we are open that's to talking awesome. to other people yeah that's we smart. want to talk to others yeah and we really bring the relationship aspect we really want more couples on there we really love you know here like giving advice to people when they talk about you know, how to incorporate it into their relationship. Mm -hmm. And not even just with hosiery, like I said, with any kink or fetish, we're so into it. Yeah. And we just it's really is just such a passion project for us to talk to people and give them a safe space. And it's been amazing.
0: So listen, Jordan, thank you so much for calling in and giving me the female uh, perspective on all things pantyhose. I love what you and uh, your guy are doing love and nylon the podcast J&B is what you guys call each other people I'm going to put links to all your stuff in the description I think people should definitely go check out your OnlyFans you are the real deal okay I think a lot of guys are going to want you to like ogle over their dicks <laughs> you know what I mean and whatever um, so I'll put links to all that so people could check you out and thanks so much for calling in again of course awesome so glad to do this thank you bye Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube